Hey guys, what's up? The I'm Coming Everywhere World Tour continues in 2023, going to places like Mexico, South America, and all over Europe. The tickets are on pre-sale right now using the promo code Tommy, T-O-M-M-Y. You can go to TomSegura.com slash tour and get your tickets. One of the first interviews I did, I'm asked, the first question was, uh, when you were at SNL, did you ever do cocaine? <laughs> mm-hmm. And I went, uh... Yes, uh, but I only did a little, and only so I could stay awake late enough to make sure that Belushi didn't do too much. <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome, welcome to your mom's house. This episode of Your Mom's House is brought to you by Sattva, S-A-A-T-V-A dot com slash the shit. That's right. That is the complete URL because with that URL, you get $200 off any mattress of your choice. We've slept on them all and I I appreciate good sleep now more than ever. There's nothing like sleeping on a Sattva mattress. It feels like home and it feels like I'm going to get a great night's sleep whenever I sleep on it. I sleep on these other mattresses all the time because I'm on the road constantly and it depresses me. It depresses me to sleep on another mattress. I want nothing more than Sattva to show up at these hotels with their mattress takeaway service and set it on fire in the front of the hotel, in the lobby possibly and then put one of the sattvas in the hotel. Anyway, you don't have to go that far, but I would go to sattva, S-A-A-T-V-A dot com slash the shit and get $200 off any mattress of your choice. And we're back. Welcome to another episode of your mom's place. <laughs> you don't have your hair anymore. What happened to your plugs? You know. <laughs> you spent so much money and time. I'll be honest with you. It was the bullying. What? I Who bullied, bullied you? Everybody. I Who got dared bully so you? So hard. Fucking Who? broke me. But people, Who? people in person, people online, they're like, "Who do you think you are?" And like, you know, it was just, it was terrible. You know what, Tommy? Mm. Those people are haters, and they're just jealous of your beautiful full head of hair that you well, had. Well, it's another thirty-eight grand down the drain. So I don't know. If I'm <laughs> thirty-eight grand. My goodness. Fucking doing the that again. Fucking haters. Half yeah. all the haters, dude. It's machines within all day. I know machines within. Yeah. Machine uh, within. Working on my flow. Working yeah. on my rhymes. I just, uh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just done with it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's I'm okay. gonna accept it. You know what though? It's good to change up your look every now and then, mm-hmm. and like try a new thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Can I tell you what I'm really into lately? What's that? Terminator movies. You have been. <laughs> you even pointed out that. Um, you told me Schwarzenegger was in really good shape. He's, yeah. he's, I don't know if you guys know yeah. this, but that guy Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, he had quite a body. He worked out. Quite a bit. Um, so, so, But what I've learned in all the Terminator movies is that, one, the future robots have built a time machine, but they can't figure out how to keep clothing on the robots that they send back. It's interesting. And they made a robot that speaks English with an Austrian accent, that, which is really crazy. That is also fascinating because... Yeah. It's a it's a robot. Yeah. That they were like, all right, we want him to speak English. <laughs> but could he sound like he was Austrian born? 
and learned English later in life. Like Germans is first language. Yeah. It's a very specific. So they can do all that, but, but they can't. Why wouldn't they go like beep, bop, boop, and then make it speak just English with no accent? I don't know. It's very sophisticated. It's very thought provoking. Yeah, it is. And also, I never heard that point brought up. <laughs> this you know is what? a robot. You know why? Yeah. Because this is what I think about. This is my gift, Tom, is so to think about like, stupid shit. And then make it, make it talk. <laughs> I will kill you. And they're like, no, make it say, I will kill you. <laughs> Better. Better. Well, you know what got me to thinking about that is the iconic Look line. That fucking chest on The that iconic guy. line of when he goes, I'll be back. Yeah. And I thought to myself, I said, self? Yeah. If he had just said that, like an American, like, hey, I'll be back, it wouldn't have been the phenomenon that it became. It was the accent that totally everybody true. loved. Because, here, check this out. Go ahead. I'll be back. But even say it with, like, yeah. terminate. Like, Go ahead. If, Go it, ahead. if it had been like the... Go ahead. I'll be back. They wouldn't have, Don't care. They'd just be like, oh, the guy will be back. That's fine. See you later. But the fact that he was, I'll be back. It was iconic. It was iconic. I'll be back. It was so silly. Um, and also, too, yeah, so back to his bod. So in the first movie, yeah. he time travels from the future to kill Sarah Connor, right? Yeah. And he drops naked. And his, okay, yes, he's a bodybuilder, but his body is a work of art. It is. Schwartz's bod is a work of art. Yeah, because there's guys that are bodybuilders and and you see like, yeah, that guy's got a huge chest, but his physique was just stunning. And I, I think arguably like the greatest naked body of all time was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. And I mean, it was ugh. the development and the symmetry and ugh. it was all like, yeah. The perfect. face was gorgeous. Yeah. He would look, I mean, the guys from another country. So let me ask you this. Women, sometimes go they go, do you think it really is personal preference? A lot of women will be like, I don't like that. Like they don't like I overly muscular. I don't like that in real, in, in RIL as the kids say, because I don't, I would, it was too intimidating. It's like I see much. it as an aesthetic, like I admire beauty. It looks like a, it looks like a statue, like a it's sculpture. It's like David, but even yes. David wasn't that fucking jacked. No. David's Definitely a fucking not. pussy homo compared to Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I think Schwarzy has a bigger dong too. David's got a tiny one. How do you know what Schwarzy's dong looks because like? Because it shows it in the, when the, when he gets dropped to earth, you know. When shows he comes, the dong? It's like a, they show like an outline of it. Yeah. There's a, he's naked in both Terminator films. I remember that he's naked, but I remember seeing dong. You well, see dong? you have to look, Tom. If you, It depends on what you're looking for. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. I know, but I you there's movies. there's actual penis in the Terminator? No, you see shadow of it. You oh, don't shadow. see, but I'm saying the shadow had a good hang to it. Yeah. It wasn't like David where it's like a little kid's. So this is, I'm up to Terminator 3, so don't quiz me on that. But, so it turns out, and I was doing a deep dive on it, Linda Hamilton, the star. Why is the Terminator aging? That's another machine. question. The robots were like, we want you to look more human. You, you gotta age. age, you should get grays. And you know what I notice in every what? movie? What? They have to find a hot lava factory to dump the robot yeah. in to kill. There's like, always got to be a lava factory. And it's amazing that they find one every single time. That is true. Have you ever seen a lava factory? No. 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 They found three so far. Yeah, you know, the the word, I mean, even he says it, but like <laughs> back when he back when he was a competitive bodybuilder. Yeah. And he was in Venice Beach, you know, muscle in yes. those days. He was just a fuck factory. I believe yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, I believe it. He's he's a statue. He's yeah. He was just like beyond, running through him. Yeah, beyond, beyond mm -hmm. a trap. I mean, yeah. He so he wins Mister Universe. He comes from Austria. 
He's a little kid, essentially, on Venice Beach. And then doesn't he become an actor after he wins Mr. Olympia or something? He did seven. He won seven and times. A, look at that. I mean. Yeah. It's not. It's not human. Normal build. It's not even human. No, look at that one to the right of that. Just that guy walking towards oh, you. Oh, yeah. And then he played Conan on The Barbarian, Christ. too. Remember? In the 80s. It's just so developed. So then Schwarzy, he becomes a bodybuilder. And then he becomes an actor, and not just an actor, like the most famous actor. And then he becomes the governor of California. I can't even like speak, you know, perfect English. That's amazing. It's wild. It's amazing what this guy did. And then he married a Kennedy. I mean, yeah. before that, he married a Kennedy. And then he banged the housekeeper and made a baby with her. It was just like win, 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 yeah, win. But that makes sense, you know. It does. It yeah. Kind of. Tell me. Well, I mean. Look at what I look at his accomplishments. Like, yeah. At that point, you kind of deserve it, you know. <laughs> like, but I never banged the housekeeper. Had yeah. a baby with yeah. her. He was just that overwhelmed like Anna that Delvey. day. He just got in there and was like, "Oh, I just had to." I have to. I have stress. to come. Yeah. Do you think that's what it was? That one day he's like, "Where's Maria?" There she is. And Maria's nowhere. And then she, he's like, "Ah, I'll have to fuck the housekeeper." <laughs> yeah. He was just. <sighs> Just he, hard had, up. he had to get it out. There's the Terminator's baby right there. Yeah, look at him. Look at that kid. Dang. Those are Schwartzy jeans right there. He's got, those jeans are powerful. Powerful. Yeah. You think, yeah. no, the Terminator can't come though. He's a robot. But he's got a skin on him and blood. Oh, look at that picture on the far <gasps> left there. That's the kid with oh, long hair. Oh, snap. Look at him. Look at that face. <sighs> that kid is. Yeah, he's got the jeans. He's got the jeans. Yeah. Them Terminator jeans. She couldn't turn it down either. You realize Who that. Who could? You're the housekeeper and Arnold Schwarzenegger wants to, you're like, Do yeah. you want to fuck? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. Do you want to fuck? Yeah. <laughs> These big nipples. <laughs> Come as you suck me dry. These <laughs> 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 big nips. Yeah. 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 That's what, oh, there's just son. That's the son. Yeah. And he doesn't do, I bet that kid doesn't do shit. Like, and he has that bod. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't think that kid has to do no, much. No, that's, that's his genetics. Yeah. yeah. He's just like, oh, I'm just existing but and I'm all jacked. also, Schwartzy didn't get his bod just by genetics, you know? No. He was a fucking psycho workout guy. Well, I heard that his father was very strict back they in Austria. They tended to be back then, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And his father would shame him about not being fit enough. It was very important to be fit. He talked one time about, he had a, a body that was pretty crazy already. And then he was like, uh, he was like, I knew I said, Arnold, you are fat. Because <laughs> he wasn't like vascular. You yeah. know? He was still like more jacked than 99% of people. But he had that wheel, you know. He's got the, he's got the achiever's mind. High achiever. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, the guy just goes for it. He went for it. He did yeah. it. He won an incredible life. Another guy who's also led an incredible life. Let's Here we go. <laughs> want a man that'll treat you right, treat you good, worship the ground you walk on, <laughs> put you first, yeah. and then everything else later? Yes. You know, I'm your dude, man. I'm real. I'm all about it. Trust that. Trust it. Trust that. Oh, Trust. Man. Don't bring anyone mother into this. Yo, mama in the fucking stand! Welcome, welcome, welcome to your mom's house. Yeah, 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 yeah,
Yeah. You know, I don't know why people are messing with Tinder and the apps when there's so many available good men on TikTok. That's fine. And you can see what they look like, you know, what they really look like. He has an interesting plea, though. His plea is like, I'm a solid dude. Yeah. He likes America. You he can likes see America. That. It is a solid dude angle is very prison oriented. You know, like that is, that's where you learn to speak like that. Are you a solid motherfucker? That's true. Like, can, can solid. We, can we yeah. count on you when the blacks come in? Yeah. And yep. to fucking do your part? When this race war starts. Yeah. And yep. he's like, fuck yeah, I'm solid as shit, man. Yep. I'll shank that one right now. Check yep. this shit out. And I like that he has <laughs> taken that from that world and brought it into dating. It's very that's rare it's that rare. somebody will adapt that. But, but the right chick's going to come along and see that and appreciate Absolutely. The right piercing. chick. That is right. Yes. And that cool piercing. Like I said, oh. I'm all about the old school. Oh. I know how to treat a lady. If a lady's a lady, I put my lady first. Mm -hmm. Oh, and yeah. Foremost, He's in prison. And I do worship the ground she walks on. Yeah. So let's hook this up. Let's do it right. Let's, Let's do it hook right. it up. Let's do it and right. And he also said, if a lady's a lady, which means if you're not quite the lady he's expecting, that could go another way. <laughs> he could cut your throat open. I don't know. Something could happen. Oh. Yes, Alex. I'll take monkey dick and bull pussy for 200, please. Oh, okay. And the Daily Double. Fuck you, goddammit. Hmm. I didn't expect that. That was uh, such a fucking curveball. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was really wooing me, and then that stuff seemed a little aggressive. I think it could also, it could you could run into that if you were dating. I'm turned off now. Mm. I would like the top where he was like, I want to worship you, yeah. I want to treat you like a lady. Yeah. I was like, yeah, well, I want see, those things. Let's see where it goes from there. Hey, bro. Oh. No trip for all you motherfucking haters. It's all good, bro. <laughs> Keep hating. Obviously in your DNA. It's what you're about. Yeah. You punk ass bitches. Oh, okay. Keep on hating. It's all good. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. How'd that make you feel? I just like, it just raises insecure. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I, he had me and I went, I, I want to treat you like a lady. And then he's like, it's all, it's all good. Like when people have to say also, like, I think if you do, it's not, it's not hey, attractive. If you do haters keep hating. Yeah. You shouldn't go then to like, fuck you, bitch. Yeah. You got to be like, I don't care. Do you know yeah. what I mean? You don't, re if you yeah. have aggression in re response, like it's actually, you are agitated by it. Yeah. You which is, wanna... which is what this video always is, which is like, fuck you haters. Like why are yeah. you, then don't even address them. Don't and address that's, the haters. That's the power move. Right. You know, right. he's giving them more power and like, now I'm turned off. Yeah. I'm just like, I was going to date him. And now I'm like, no, thank you. You know, prison will wire you a certain way. <laughs> That kind of leads into real life. Prison will build you in such a way. Yeah, I am built in such a way <laughs> that I can't really help myself. It's not going to get hard till I'm uh, ready to come. Okay. God, he haunts us. <laughs> he haunts. He haunts my life where yeah. he's like, that's my hole. That's where it spits. I think about that once a week. Yeah, well. That's once my hole. Yeah. That's where it spits. Man, yeah. that just stuck yeah. with me. That, yeah. That in that time my stepdad kissed me oh, in the corner of the mouth. I didn't. Size. Yeah, it's not that that big. <laughs> There's not, a few things that haunt me. It's not normal size. It's not that that big. Yeah, yeah. Don't you're not going to be needing <laughs> a doggy bag to take it home. Man. Yeah.
Um, I'd like to share with you, Tom, when I was at CB Live in uh, Fartnix, Arizona recently, uh, there was a mommy by the name of Alex who who doesn't work at that club, actually, but requested to work the club because he was such a mommy. And he showed me a tattoo that he and his fiance got. And I would love for you to share this with our audience because I thought it was just so wonderful. Okay. And so dedicated. Okay, let's see. I really shows the dedication of the mommy tribe out there. I just wanted to give him a shout out. And there Holy they are. Cow. So that's Alex and his fiance, and his tattoo says, Don't be stingy, and hers says, Handsome woman. Wow. Don't be stingy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I just loved it. So, wow. Yeah. Thanks a lot, guys. You got really... that beautiful mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like when people find love through YMH. Like sure. when they bond on it, yeah. they trauma bond. Basically, that's what that is. That it's is like, what that is. Are you fucked up the way I'm fucked up? Let's get married. You never know who you're going to find here. <laughs> really, oh. bottom line is. Oh, no. Right here, right now. I'm tired of being alone. I'm sick to death of being alone. Oh, oh dear. Uh oh. Come on, Mrs. Wright. Where are you? Oh. Because I'm right here. Uh-oh. Let's hook it up. Let's talk. Let's do this. Uh oh. Okay, now we're getting in, into desperate territory. Yeah, it just took a turn. Uh, bad energy. That <laughs> was not a good turn. It's bad energy. Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, also, I I will say this. I don't. I you know. I think you should treat this correctly. I don't think that TikTok is the right platform though to resolve this. Now, Tom Yana, might I suggest? I'm not on the dating apps, but I know the youngins are in the yeah. office, yeah. whatnot, what have you. And usually, there's photographs that you swipe on. Yeah. Wouldn't it be nice to have a video, perhaps instead, where you could see the person talk, you yes. could see what they look like? So then, but that's an argument for TikTok to be the to be used as a dating platform. <laughs> Hit me up, DM me. It's like an entire archive of their madness. You can see exactly how they're mentally ill. Yeah. I think it's kind of ideal. I'm yeah. sure you kids already use the TikTok as a dating app. Do you? I would. Do you guys use TikTok as a dating app? I'd slide into DMs. No. No, no, I only no. use it for work, and also uh, I think Hinge Hinge lets you do a video. Yeah, I you think. can do videos. Do now. people oh, yeah. do the videos though, or yeah. is that frowned upon? Is that nerdy? No, you do it. They do. You do. All right. Does that work in their favor or in their not favor? Depends on who they are and what they act like on video. This guy, it would totally work. For oh sure. yeah, this would be good for him. Uh, oh, yeah. this guy. Okay, you come. Oh, yeah. I think that no, the video would work against him. He yeah. needs to not speak as much as possible. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> He needs to zip so the lip. He should go on Tinder and just put photos up. You have him in the flag. Like some conservative woman would be like, I love he's patriotic. I love that. He loves his country. Bridge piercing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sweating like a, like a black man. I think that what he would also, you know, his bio line would just be like solid motherfucker. Yeah. And then, <laughs> some chick would be like, oh, yeah. I, I'm looking for a solid Insane dude. Same genius. Yeah. yeah. Well, look, why so don't we, cool. uh, let's take a quick break okay. and um, we'll be right back. And we're back with um, just a man who's lived a very average life. Uh, <laughs> been on Saturday Night Live. Most people have become U.S. Senators. Al Franken, everybody. Um, thank, thanks yeah. for having me. You yeah, guys. no, thank you for doing it. Yeah. Just uh, no, 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 thank you. Uh, you're going to be the uh, on the the only former U.S. senator on tour tour currently on tour currently tour, on tour tour. <laughs> um, yeah. That is a wild thing. That I mean, just to say, United States senator is is there a holy shit moment when you when they're like you're when I you, won? Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. That was uh, it, 
I clobbered my opponent in the first race by 312 votes. Uh-huh. I don't know if you remember, we had a recount that lasted essentially nine months. It was a legal battle. And uh, so finally when it happened, I, yeah, I, well, I was thrilled. Obviously. Yes, of course. And then uh, when I got sworn in, I was the 60th uh, Democratic senator, and that's how we got the Affordable Care Act. So you're welcome. Everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. Crazy, dude. We were just talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger. He, too, was in uh, politics. Do you know him? I have not. I don't think I've met him. Mm. I probably would have remembered. Yeah. <laughs> He's shorter than you think. I uh, know. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, he became, uh, I believe, governor. Yes, he yeah, did. California. Yeah, yeah. But it's just also, I mean, Beloved. it's kind of, it is wild. I mean, obviously, there was this other He's guy. He's the only governor of a state who couldn't pronounce his the state. state. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so it's a little so trivia. Yeah. <laughs> but just to be like, to come from you know, show business and get into the, the position that you got into. It's just, it's, I mean. And c- comedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Because everything I'd ever done was put through this thing called the dehumorizer. Uh-huh. Mm. It was, uh, they used Russian technology, the Republicans, <laughs> uh-huh. to take everything I'd ever done and take the irony out. Yeah. I mean. Oh, sure. Yeah, of course. Well, it's uh, also, it's particularly well done when people uh, do it in print. Because in print, you know, they'll take things people have said and oh. they'll write this. And they're like, someone said this. And you're like, wow, is that the full context of how that was said? Because if it was comedy, it's not going to be really registered. I, I'll give you an example. One of the first interviews I did with the newspaper, um, I, I thought SNL was going to be like a feather in my cap when I was running. Uh-huh. It, and it turned out the people in Minnesota didn't really see the connection between comedy and the United States Senate. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, and it was, if anything, used against me. So one of the f- first interviews I did, I'm asked, the first question was, uh, when you were at SNL, did you ever do cocaine? <laughs> mm-hmm. And I went, uh, yes, uh, but I only did a little and only so I could stay awake late enough to make sure the Belushi didn't do too much. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, you got that that was a joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. The fucking reporter writes it up. Al Franken acknowledged uh, doing cocaine while yeah. he was a uh, a, a uh, writer at SNL, uh, but said he only did a little so he could stay awake late enough to make sure that cast member John Belushi didn't. Do too, too much. much. Belushi later died of a drug overdose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's every fucking thing yeah, I'd yeah. ever done. I'm sorry to use the language. I know that offends you guys. So, um, and and then uh, I okay. So I in the '90s I did a magazine article uh, warning parents about w- what their kids are getting online. You have two little kids. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. So, but I did it satirically. So I said, um, uh, last week, my son did a great fourth grade report on uh, bestiality. <laughs> and he downloaded a lot of great visual aids, and the kids in the class just loved them. So <laughs> this gets written up as Al Franken helped his son do a fourth grade report <laughs> on bestiality. Fantastic. Yeah. Do you think people see through this at a certain point, though? Like We had to like go. We had to do focus groups. Uh, Chuck Schumer, who was head of the Democratic Senate campaign committee at the time, thought, oh, this is too much baggage. He can't win. 
Yeah. So (laughs) we had to do focus groups. What you do is your pulser goes in and we have people. Like a movie focus group almost. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And like the first question she asked was like, if you knew Al Franken told jokes about bestiality, (laughs) would you be more likely to vote for him? (laughs) Hell yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it turned out less likely. Yeah. But what happened is when you explain Minnesotans got irony, yeah, and they got satire. So in context, it it it, it and I and I clobbered, yeah, Coleman. I ended up winning. That's it's it's a remarkable. Um, it is really. I I don't know. Do you? It's hard to not be like cynical about politics, <laughs> right? I mean, really, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but I mean, for me, I'm saying that like when I look at when I look at just at the full scope of like. You know, the news comes on and someone comes on. It's really hard to still go like to treat this person as a like to look at them as, oh, this is somebody who's who's uh, working hard to make this country a better place. And that really cares. about. it just feels like so toxic. The the whole it is very toxic now. We're incredibly divided as a country. Yeah. I mean, it was just it's, you know, when, when I got to the Senate in in 09, uh, first day I was there, I was talking to some of the. Uh, guys had been there a while, and I and uh, the, one of them said, "This is the worst it's ever been." And then Carl Levin from Michigan, who'd been there a long time, said, "Oh, it's been worse." And I said, "When?" And he said, uh, "1854." Oh, <laughs> Jesus! And right. he was talking about Charles Sumner getting caned oh. by a Southern. He was a Boston representative. He was caned by a guy from South Carolina. <laughs> and I said, well, that was in the lead up to the Civil War. Yeah. And he goes, oh, yeah, okay. Well, after that, this is the worst it's been. Oh, my God. And, and since then, it's just gotten, worse. gotten so much worse. Yeah. So much. And now it's, <sighs> and, and a lot of that, I think, is Trump, uh, you know, is uh, he's very divisive. And, no. That guy, Let listen. me explain when I'm... <laughs> He was fucking. He was the best. Was, <laughs> that guy I was him. just peace and love. Can I ask you though, what, being that you've been in show business and politics, which industry is slimier? I mean, to navigate both, you have to be well. There's clever. There are similarities, yeah. obviously, in that there's a lot of. It's rough. It's a tough business, right? And yeah. I know better than anybody, um, and so they're both. In different ways, that's all. That's all. Different I mean, ways. but right now, politics is so toxic. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. I mean. Do you think also that part one of the things that has made this even more toxic and made people more cynical and probably more divisive is the fact that news, the way that we consume yep. news, oh. has changed so much, like uh, over the course of, of all, both of our lives. But my I, life, I, I I feel a dramatic, dramatic shift where... News felt like it was objective. It was just presented. People read prompter. Mm-hmm. Here's what happened. And then it's all personality driven and entertainment. And you just go to the source that you want to hear that position from. It's no longer like, I don't even know how people that are super savvy get objective news. I don't, you have to really dig, do the work to get it. Well, I think there are some, you know, um, uh, news organizations that are more objective than yeah, others sure. and more professional than others. I wrote a book um, called Rush Limbaugh is a Big Fat Idiot and Other yeah. Observations. Uh-huh. I wrote that in, uh, came out in 95 <laughs> after Gingrich had won. And that was about Rush. 
there was a thing called the Fairness Doctrine, uh-huh. and that that the FCC it basically it said that when you're broadcasting, that's broadcasting. This is when everything was broadcasting. There was no internet, right? So when you're broadcasting, you have to present both sides, right? Mm-hmm. That was actually a thing, <laughs> and then they got rid of it in 1987, and Rush Limbaugh, you you know figured it out and he was extremely talented yeah Mm -hmm. you know he had 20 million listeners you know and there was a reason for that he's very talented but he was also awful he was homophobic he was um you know anti-feminist he was xenophobic racist yeah yeah yeah. i mean he was terrible person my stepdad loved rush limbaugh (laughs) (laughs) the irony though of your stepdad loving rush limbaugh well my stepdad was an indian immigrant so he was like, but he loved America and he was a capitalist and he loved making money and he loved the Republican Party because he believed that money was the great equalizer. And so he identified as conservative. And he changed his name from? Oh, from Subash to Dean after yeah. Dean Martin because then... he loved Dean Martin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he loved Rush. What's his last name? It was Aurora. He's Aurora. dead. Aurora. Yeah. Dean Aurora. Yeah. Had a nice well, that Aurora. sounds like a stage name. Yeah. 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 But he loved Rush. He had the books and everything in our house. That's wild. People loved him. Yeah, the thing, as I said, he was talented. And also, there is there should be two uh, two parties. And right now we have the Republican Party has kind of stopped participating in good faith Mm. in our democracy. The big, you know, the that the election was stolen. The election wasn't stolen. You know. Yeah. And that's like a big lie. And when uh, Republicans are afraid to contradict that they're buying into something that's pretty dangerous and all of that is really like predicated on a a genuine fear of trump though right like when they go like i'm not gonna yes speak out exactly they're like i'm scared of this well yeah my former republican colleagues some of whom i still talk with uh, readily will admit that they know the election wasn't Stolen, stolen yeah. and yet won't say it, won't say it out loud. And literally will say to me, well, if I do that, I'll lose my primary and you'll get something crazy, you know, you'll get someone crazier than me. And I said, the key word there is crazier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, but yeah, they're afraid of him. Yeah. He's and, a vindictive dude. I mean, he really is a spiteful, and, vindictive and, and dude. And he showed it, uh, yeah. you know, anybody who defied him got destroyed basically. So it's. Yeah, it's it's scary, but you know I don't want to just no no I know. talk about of course that uh, the the stuff that I care about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, no, and that I feel is uh, you know a, a urgent danger to sure. civilization. Yeah. Well, let's just start them. We'll we'll change gears. <laughs> Let me just tell you that growing we can certainly up. Come back. You know what? Yeah. The, yes, I, I'm go sorry, ahead. Christina. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because you, you spoke to information systems. And yeah. I just wanted to uh, just talk about that. The, Rush Limbaugh was radio, talk radio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then I wrote a book called Lies and Lying Liars Who Tell Them. Oh, a yeah. Fair and Balanced Look at the Right. It was about Fox. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then Fox happened. So that's cable. Now we have the internet. Yeah. Wild. And so, and you're right. It's now you get your information where you want to get your information, and um, it's it's we're just that's big part of the division in this country. There, yeah, said that. There you go. Well, I was going to tell you that um, when I watched you growing up as a younger person, and I saw you on SNL, 
I think you were the first person, the comedian, that I felt like a smarter person for liking you. You know what I mean? Like it gave me street cred. I'm like, oh, I like Al Franken. I must be sophisticated. And like my sense of humor is very sophisticated. And I can confirm it is not. But but I felt that I know way. The exact, I know exactly you know what, what you're feeling. Yes, you adopt. So, you go like, well, if this there's you, been you, some atrophy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you just go like, this person's smart, and and it's funny, and I'm enjoying it. Therefore, therefore I'm smart. Yeah, yeah. Like, and that, I got that too. Yeah. You know, we we um, I wrote a lot of the political s- sketches, mainly on the show. I was a writer. Right? Yeah, and so I wrote a lot of and Jim. I wrote with Jim Downey, and Jim Downey, the brilliant 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 writer and he's a republican a moderate republican he's an anti-trumper but but we felt like and this was jim's motto it was to reward people for knowing stuff but not punish them for not mm. and that's that's a a bar right yeah. that, that's setting yourself that's a bar. me that's perfect yeah that's why I was like, I don't, I don't feel so stupid watching Al Franken. I feel well, smart. Well, we were trying to, if you didn't know the yeah. ins and outs of stuff, you didn't miss anything. Right. But if you did, you went, oh, wow, I'm not seeing this anywhere else. Right. Yeah. And that was um, very, I was very proud of that. I did 15 seasons on the show. And God I wrote a lot of damn. The, yeah. It's and amazing. you, including, you were there season one? Season that? one. Yeah. Uh, 75 to 80, we were, Tom Davis and I were. Yeah, uh, through the original. Will you Google so this cast, please. The first one. That you don't have to. You didn't have to deal with what I always imagine is the um, what it must be like for someone to join after the show had been established. Like that, That's I always terrifying. Feel like, that feels like it yeah. seems terrifying. Um, but you were season one, so you don't even know what the fuck you guys are going to be, right? Like when you get there. No, um, I mean I went, it went with Tom, and so the original cast as this. Uh, is Belushi, Aykroyd, yeah. uh, Chevy. Gilda Radner uh, too, right? Garrett, Gilda, Jane, and Lorraine. Oh my God. And and I see the writers, Michael Donahue, all these great writers. And I remember saying to Tom, I said, this show's going to be a hit. And Tom, being Tom, was going like, yeah, right. And it was, I mean, it was. But it was really, we got, we had the opportunity to get these people from our generation. This is the first time our generation was on TV. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Tom and I did stand-up. We did, we're, we're working out at the comedy store mm-hmm. in LA, and uh, this William Morris agent called us, had us come in and said, you guys, are, uh, your material is great. Would you ever think of writing for, you know, a variety show? And I, we went, yeah, but there was nothing on that we could write for. Sure. Uh, Carson is a great show. I thought The Tonight Show was great, but we were not, Carson Mighty Art Players, writers, and we weren't, his monologue, that wasn't us. Carol Burnett show was on. That mm. was a Fantastic. great show, yeah. fant- but wrong generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Sonny and Cher was a show that was on that was not so great. So, <laughs> but he said, why don't you put a package together of what you'd like to see on mm. a show you'd like to And we, we put a package that had a, a news parody, a... Sketch. The sketch was a parody of Sunny and Cher. <laughs> we did a commercial parody and we did a conceptual film, and it was fourteen pages long. So this is you. You must get submissions from people for things. Or do we've you seen, I mean, we've seen over the not currently, but over the years, sure. 
And do, do people submit, like, here's a writing sample, and they submit 50 pages? It's happened. Yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah. And you go, like, no, no. <laughs> Sometimes it's, like, binders. Yeah. Come, yeah. Yeah. And you go, like, you can tell after a page, right? Yeah. If someone's mm -hmm. got an original voice. Yeah. And if they're funny. Mm -hmm. Funny, you know, and something new. Yeah. And then oh. you guys s submitted that, and it was just we submitted that. And we, we just uh, then we got a call from him. Be there on Monday. We were in L.A. on a Friday. Be there on Monday, and that wow. was in July. And the show this started like in October. Seventy-seven, eight, seventy-five, seventy-five. Oh, so you did. You were there from seventy-five to like two thousand. Is that right? seventy-five to eighty? And then I left for five years. Oh, you did? Okay. And then I was Lauren again, a writer. Lauren left, and then I came back in 85, and then we were there till 95. I was, yeah, till 95. Till 95. Jesus Christ. Wow. What was Gilderat? No, I'm thinking, because that's the cast that I, like, is, it's formative for me. I for was, sure. I was born in 76, but when I had an interest in comedy, I was 10 years old, and I, like, studied you guys, you know? Uh, what was Gilda Radner? Like, I always uh, love her. I love, you know, love Gilda. She was um, uh, obviously hilarious, really smart, really smart, and one of the great instinctive performers and with the energy. I mean, she was just the best. Alan Zoybel wrote a lot for, for her. Who? Uh, Alan Zoybel was a writer on the show, and he wrote a lot for like, Emily Otella and... and uh, Roseanne, Rosanna Dana. Roseanne, Rosanna Dana. Oh my God, the violins. What was great about that cast was we only had seven members of that cast. Yeah. yeah. And that meant that they all got to do stuff every week. Mm -hmm. And right now, you know, the show, the, the cast is so big that it's almost not fair that people don't get on enough because sure. you just get comfortable when you're doing it and you play everything. Yeah. So you know? It seems like the cast sometimes is like, is like, 20 some people or something you see so many faces you're like i, don't, I can't keep when, up. when you know if there was a waiter in a scene it was a writer yeah, yeah. you know now it's like one of the featured players and it's yeah. nothing you know that's what's so great about those first the first cast is you felt the energy of something being discovered and created well, in real that's time what was happening. Yeah, yeah you felt it was palpable it was so exciting and the the goof ups and I don't know. It was so so revolutionary. It was so cool. That also you got I you fallen fell into my wheelhouse as far as the time. You, I feel like if you're a kid and you like comedy, you end up having an era that you're just in with, you know. Mm -hmm. And for me, that would have been like as the '80s ended into the '90s was like that was the, that was when I watched the most. That's when I was. That was uh, you know again you have an amazing cast. I oh mean, yeah. yeah, the show has had amazing casts all yes. throughout. Sure. And uh, the show, you know, I tell the story that the first show of the second season, I, um, the show's over. I go up back up to 17th floor. Phone's ringing. I answer the phone and someone goes, well, the show's dead. That was terrible. And so the Saturday Night Dead has been going on since oh, right. year two. So, you know, I just, but that, that. That era was an amazing cast. Yeah. Hartman. Oh. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Jan Hooks. Carvey. Neilan. Yeah. Yes. Neilan no. attitude. Yeah. I mean, you could write a piece. Um, you know, you know, everyone loves Chippendales, that piece. Obviously. <laughs> His attitude in that, if you look at that piece, Neilan is such a driving it, right? Like driving it. Yeah. So brilliant. 
And that was Downey. Downey wrote that too. So funny. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it was that cast was pretty amazing. But but yeah, that period. I love that period. Yeah, it's so, so it was. Good. I mean, it was like and yeah, Dana that, was just on fire. Doing, on fire. And we, you know, we had uh, those cold openings with George H. W. Bush. That yeah. Not gonna die. Yeah. yeah. You know, when he found that, Downey and I would write these cold openings. And it was like a crutch because we just put them out there. And sometimes we'd write. So I don't never said this to another uh, performer. Sometimes we'd write a piece and you get too many laughs. Yeah. In dress. And, and we go up to him and go like, Dana, you're, we're losing the through line. Because he would just do that thing up yeah. over there. Yeah. And then he'd point at and people would just laugh. And at a certain point, they'd miss the through through line of we actually had a point to the piece yeah but 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 dana completely understood what we were saying and sure. com- dialed it exactly down right he's just an enough. amazing performer yeah yeah well it was it was clear what a like what a star performer you were watching when you watched him holy then. shit yeah was- and he was getting laughs at will yeah it's pretty crazy yeah now when you develop when you write a piece and you're in it, like when you did Stuart, um, mm-hmm. oh, uh, which became best. an iconic character. Do you you're, you're throwing it out there? Like, there's, do you know it's a hit? Like, first time you're like, oh shit, we have something. Like, we really have something here, because that was a recurring, became a recurring bit. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't on that much. Uh-huh. I was like a what's called a featured player. Right. I was one of the people that is on the long list, but I was in the second uh, group, and just every once in a while, like. Franklin and Davis would get on like we would if the show just a lot of stuff died and they needed something they throw us on <laughs> yeah yeah and um, but yeah so I I did I did Stewart I I I'm in Al-Anon which is for family members and friends of alcoholics uh-huh. and so I went to an Al-Anon oh, meeting. so that's the origin of this. It is. Okay. It was a guy. It was a guy in a meeting. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and, and the guy is saying something like, "I just know that the higher power put an apartment in my life," and I'm going like, "This guy's, you know, this this guy's an idiot." Yeah. And then, but then the next week, he said something that just hit me, uh-huh. and I went, "Oh, I see. You can learn stuff from people." Like everyone, or yeah. from people who aren't intellectuals, sure. or you know, yeah. which is some, a f- stupid fucking bias I had. Right. At, at, and so I thought, oh, I see. Let's do a character who's in recovery, and he's way too much into it, yeah. or and into the, <laughs> you know, you know, it's easier to put on slippers than to carpet the entire world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and. Um, but, uh, so I, yeah, so I thought I had something. What I remember most about that era and like, for instance, that character in that is that it became a thing. I don't know if oh you have an gosh. awareness of this, that as like, if you're a kid and you're in school, we start saying that like you were having kids in schools yeah, saying that to each other. It. We'd all say that to each other. You know, we would be on the bus or we'd be oh, in I class. I wish you had said that to uh, Lauren. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. We fucking would say that. I'm good enough. enough I'm, I'm smart, smart enough. enough. And doggone it. People. People like my, uh, so 
then that led me to, I wanted to ask you about this. One time I heard Chris Rock say about, you know, all the famous people who had come in and, and how, how crazy it is when the very famous people come in. He goes, but nothing in his experience compared to when Michael Jordan hosted the show. Oh God. And I remember that he, he did that bit with you and you were telling, it was so funny to watch you go be like, you're going to score a point. Don't worry. Or like, you're going to, you're not, you, know, you must, you know, think everyone else is better than me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm not, you know, and then I did an affirmation with him. You know, I don't have to throw the ball throw into it. the basket. Yeah. And he did it. Yeah. And, and it murdered. Yeah. It murdered and yeah. it peaked on air. Yeah. It murdered. peaked on air is an important thing. Right. Versus <laughs> rehearsal. Versus. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And and uh, guess what? Mike, Michael Jordan takes notes really well. Really? <laughs> really? He, uh, yeah. It turns out that he's kind of a, has a mind for strategy. <laughs> <laughs> so what was it? It was wild what that week was like with him there? Unfucking. I mean, first of all, he's Michael Jordan. Sure. Okay. There's yeah. that. And they were just going to do the first Olympics where NBA players. Yeah. <laughs> And I just, I remember seeing in his dressing room going like, well, are you like confident? He goes, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it was like, <laughs> and he was like the most confident human being, human being yeah. I've ever met, but yeah. you know, kind of for good reason. Sure. Yeah. I did a joke once that kind of died at the ESPYs. Lorne produced the ESPYs one year. Uh -huh. So I was presented, I presented an award and- so this is after the second three-peat, mm -hmm. okay? So I come out and I go like, I just want to say something. You know, a lot of people are saying that Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player who ever lived. Well, all I can say is, Michael, prove it. <laughs> and this is an audience of a lot of people in sports. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. they were going, he's proven it. <laughs> the irony yeah, of, course. Yeah, of it and i'm going oh boy okay yeah, you're like, well uh, moving on moving on yeah. <laughs> oh my god it like, got some yeah you're something. like well that's why i said it he doesn't need to prove yeah it. um yes it's, it's uh, stupids so speaking of awesome hosts mm -hmm. you were there also with one of the most highly celebrated hosts of all time <laughs> yes. i believe in yes. One of my favorites, Steven Seagal. I know he's one of your, yeah. your favorites. Um, oh, my God. Worst host by lapped every bad host. This is somebody that you've been there. You did, you did 15 seasons. 15 seasons. <laughs> <laughs> you've seen hundreds of hosts. Yes. And lapped people lapped. as the worst. First of all, everything you say yeah. in your in the bit, great, I did, in yeah. your bit, great bit. Thanks. about him is absolutely fucking true everything he's always just bragging on something yeah that he did that he didn't do <laughs> and is just the most awful person okay now i'll give you okay here's here's an example <clears throat> <laughs> so we do read through. We do read through on Wednesdays, and uh, after read through, Warren sits with the host, and I was a producer too. So I sat in the room with him. So it was me, Lauren, and, and Seagal. And Seagal's an idiot. 
in addition to everything else. Uh, and has no sense of humor in addition to everything else. Oh, Christ. Else. Great fit for the yeah, show. So he goes, he literally, literally does this. He says, uh, I have an idea for a sketch. Oh, dear. Okay. Okay, so I'm a psychiatrist, and Victoria, that's Victoria Jackson, comes in, and I'm her psychiatrist, and I hypnotize her, and um, I have sex with her. <laughs> And then at the end, I tell her she's got to come back every week. <laughs> so, so, dude, that's a great sketch. <laughs> yes, isn't that great? So, I'm looking at Lauren is going like, and and I'm going like Lauren has to maintain a relationship with the host. So yeah. Lauren's looking at me, and I go, and this is what I say. I say, so you want us to do? the ugliest sketch that's ever been on television. <laughs> and, he said, and he says to me, you don't like any of my ideas. <gasps> okay, uh, fine. I took it for Lauren. Needless to say, we didn't do that piece. Yeah. But he always was just an awful in so many ways, some of which I just, okay. So, yes. Two weeks later, I think it was Nicolas Cage is on. Uh -huh. Nicolas Cage does... A monologue, and he had just been in Moonstruck, I think, and and uh, wow. uh, honeymoon in, in Vegas. And in this monologue, he's going like, "Oh, it was great to be in Moonstruck because I got to see Cher's ass, mm -hmm. like every, and um, <laughs> and then doing honeymoon in Vegas. I mean, I got this every morning. I get to see Sarah Jessica Parker's boobs, and, <laughs> and, and, and then Lauren." Lauren or, or Davey Wilson, the director goes, um, yeah, um, <laughs> uh, Nick, uh, Nicholas, uh, could you, uh, Lauren wants to talk to you. Could you oh, come shit. out to the well area? And he goes, remember that thing? He walks out mm -hmm. Lauren's there and goes, um, why are you talking <laughs> about your co-stars, uh, you know, uh, breasts and, and he goes, well, because it was just so great. And I go, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, Sophia Coppola is your cousin. If we had a host on and said, like, I was, you know, on a set and with Sophia Coppola, and I, I, it was great because I got to look at her boobs and go, oh, oh, man, you're right. Oh, oh. God, you must think I'm the worst host who's ever hosted Aww. this show. And Lauren goes, no, that would be Steven Seagal. <laughs> okay, now, now oh my God. a couple weeks later, I'm booked on The Tonight Show. Jay's doing the show. And I look at the TV guide. They had TV guides at this point or something. I look at something, and it's like me and the Ramones. Mm -hmm. And I go like, that can't be the show. I'm not a lead guest. There's got to be someone else. Yeah, I, you, you got it. Uh, I show up. It's Steven Seagal. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> he does his thing. <clears throat> I come out. I'm, Moan's play. I, I, I come out as a guest. So I do my first segment and then come, come back and um, Seagal leans over to me and goes like, why did Lauren say that about me? That I was the worst host ever. <gasps> now, I freeze. 
I can't. I'm just going. And Leno. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, you know, because uh, you're such a big star. He had to pick a big star, you know. Everyone knows you. Yeah, you know. And also, you're like a tough guy. You can beat anybody up. So that's the joke. You know, he picked you because you're, you're such a big star and you could, you know, kick the ass, his ass. <sighs> Smart. And, and, and Seagal goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's a fucking moron. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. So that's my Seagal story. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> that is, I have. Jay saved my ass. Uh, yeah. I've been collecting these, uh, these Seagal stories like for years from everybody that I meet. And I, I mean, um, Tom Arnold has one of the best ones I've heard where they did a <laughs> cradle to the grave, a movie with, it was Seagal, Tom Arnold, DMX. And there's a, a scene on a houseboat. Okay. And so they're going to roll and they go, let's block it out first. And then Seagal goes, let's roll. And they go, well, we got to block it out though. Because <laughs> houseboat and yeah, then he, yeah, yeah. and they said that Seagal goes roll it oh. and they're like alright <laughs> take one da 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 action Seagal opens the door walks into the water like just falls into the water and he good goes good thing they were rolling yeah man he goes he said he came up he goes you can just see black ink just like rolling down his face because he has that oh, super black yeah the hair. Giuliani yeah uh, yes um <laughs> But I heard this. I heard this about <laughs> about rough. that week. I forget who said it, because other a lot of other people that were at SNL have cited him and that week as like as the example of like the worst host and week. Was that um, that when sketches were pitched? And I don't know if this is accurate. You could tell me, um, you know. And it's and the host gets to kind of go like, I don't want to do that, or yeah, that sounds. Yep. That he just was like, nope, 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 to anything that was like a joke. Oh, like he's that he the didn't get or was about or him. I don't know if that. Well, was, that was what that meeting that, was like afterwards uh, with Lauren. Was like, no, no, no. Well, uh, yeah, and he also he he insisted on doing a diatribe about the environment. Oh, boy, the God! So of the I don't show? think we've ever repeated that show, but um, uh, for a good reason. But at the end, there's like so embarrassing. He insisted that we write a sketch where at the end he can do something. Oh my God! Why do people <laughs> I mean, do that? I hate when people force because their message. I know. Yeah. Um, can I ask you? So, I know writers' rooms have their own culture and their own flavor. Mm-hmm. How? Let's say you're you're a regular in the writers' room at SNL, mm-hmm. and you just pitch the dumbest idea. Mm-hmm. Who tells you it's the dumb idea and how? Okay, um, this is an interesting thing because I have a team that advises me because I'm still kind of involved in politics and. Um, if I say something that they think is strategically bad for me to say, even if it's funny, uh, not because it's funny, but because they think it's strategically bad, they go, I have one advisor who just goes, that's not funny. And that's not what she means. She means that don't do that. Yeah, right. <laughs> but she says, that's not funny. And I, at a certain point, I said, don't say that. Yeah. So I was asked, like, what do people say in a writer's room when someone pitches something that doesn't? And there's no one says that's not funny. Um, most of all, the writer's table was rewrites. Was, and that was Thursday night. Schneider came up with the best response, I thought, which was uh, someone pitched something. He'd go, 
That one curved foul. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Isn't that great? Yeah. Because it means you got some wood on yeah. it, which yeah. is kind mm-hmm. yeah. a lot of times. So, yeah, you just, uh, if someone pitched an idea, you go, mm, I don't know, <laughs> you know, or you might humor, you know, just try Do it. Do you out. ever have mm-hmm. I don't knows turn into hits? Yeah. Like, really? Like mm-hmm. where you're like, mm, and then you see it and you're like, holy shit, this actually. Yeah. Or, yeah, we, believe me, yeah. you have arguments over what should be in the show yeah what should be blocked what should be what you should make a set for yeah you know and um so yeah you don't know right yeah you don't know and i mean sometimes you know no yeah and sometimes you don't know yeah 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 that's a and there's taste sure that's what lauren's thing is he has this broad taste and he brings in all these different you know tastes and and you know there'll be i i have narrow tastes in some ways Mm -hmm. yeah which is a weakness and a strength sure yeah but his is yeah very broad and yeah yeah i mean that's That's discerning yeah and smart yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, that is a good point because there's so many different flavors on that show but when they come together it's it still sounds to me like even to this day when when the whenever i hear that like whenever they announce uh, so and so has been hired. You know, like the new cast members or something. My my almost my first one of my first thoughts is like, God, that's got to be intimidating to show oh, up. My fucking lord. Yeah, especially now with the size. Yeah, of the cast, but it's an amazing opportunity. Of, of course, course, so you're excited. But yeah, it's challenging. Yeah, it, it's it's a little Hunger Gamesy. Yeah, you know, unfortunately. <sighs> Again, we had seven cast members in so the yeah. beginning, and that was those... such a luxury for them because they got so much time that you get yeah. relaxed. Yeah. Right? Imagine being a new featured player. Oh my god! And you get you get on once every three weeks. Dude, or I something. would have such diarrhea being a new person in SNL right now. Oh yeah. my god! I wouldn't, I, especially as like a young comic. Like, yeah. no way. Well, yeah, I've heard so many so of them crazy. talk about it, and they they talk exactly what as you're Ugh, speaking about horrible. how how it would just fill them with anxiety and just well you made a really good point at the beginning of this which was that i didn't have to show up i, I mean i didn't have to come in to Joined the show it. yeah yeah, yeah. I, didn't to, I didn't have that i just was one of the those right. people and man that's that's a nice that's a nice thing yeah, yeah for sure for sure oh my god i know i i've literally thought about it countless times i'm like i, I always wonder like do people show up like like, smile like don't don't look too happy to be there you're not cool like you know mm-hmm. I'm like like how do they even walk into the room and when do they speak up you know like that's the stuff that runs through my head i'm not there now the, yeah. the critical mass there i mean there's just so many people there yeah so many writers and we, we had like 12 writers too um now i don't know i'll see the crawl and there's just just there's it's a, a lot. lot more people there yeah, that's and, that sign off the stage is full Oh my you know gosh. when it's like good night yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like you see like 40 people or something it's yeah, wild yeah. yeah you have a lot of hair yeah i do for uh person my age looks especially. great it does thank look you. great thank you yeah thank you full head i think on on the video version of this it'll oh be a, a it'll pop it'll really yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. i know i know mine doesn't so yeah yeah well you you got this that's the thing the the shape I mean, I don't have an option. I could, I guess, rock the old horseshoe with the... The male p- pattern baldness. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> a great look. 
I mean, I never understood. Like, you know, my dad rocked it, and I was like, why don't you just take it down all the way? You know, why don't you just. Uh, people didn't and do he that. Was, he was like, no. Now and then he do. would also leave. You know, like the, like the, I go, oh. why don't you just clean the dome? Like the part that's already gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, they call them survivors. I'm like, what oh the my fuck? God. Like, I'm like, it would look better. <laughs> just it would, would look better. And he just, comb overs are hilarious. Yes. Oh my God. My mom said that he, he, when they got together, he, he had one that was like, over yeah. The like, so Carl Levin, I, who I mentioned. Yes. Uh, oh, he's Carl- got a famous one. His coma was so awful. Yeah. And I went on a CODEL, that's a congressional delegation. Carl trip. Levin? Yeah. Carl Levin. Yeah, yeah. So he was Michigan, a great senator. Yes. So he was chairman of the Armed Services uh, Committee. And I go with him to uh, Afghanistan. Look at that thing. And, oh, you got it? Yeah. yeah Holy well, shitballs. Where, where's the good coma? Yeah. Well, there's, okay. So terrible coma. Yeah. So. Uh, we oh come back from God. the trip, and I'm in the cloakroom, and and it's Carl's there, and I had just gotten a very short haircut, and I have a full head of hair. And Carl says to me, wow, you got a short haircut. I said, well, you can do that when you have hair. <laughs> and, then, and Bill Nelson is there from Florida. And I start saying, like, you know, uh, we just got back from Afghanistan, and we went to a forward operating base, and we took a helicopter there, and Carl got off the helicopter while the blade's still going. And he didn't wear his helmet. And you know what that's like with the wind sure. and the thing. And I said, and one of his hairs went all the way back to North America. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, man. And then both of them laughed, but Bill said, see, now I couldn't get away with a joke like that. And I said, well, first you'd have to think of it, Bill. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> they weren't used to having a professional comedian. No, no. no. Yeah. But it was fun. Yeah. It was fun. Do you ever feel like at times when you're in politics that you want to, like, help people like this? Like, you want to show business them up a bit? Like, hey, Carl, why don't you fucking no. do something with this? I mean, you have you've sensibility. You put together. You don't feel like... Hey, buddy, let me like, help you out a little bit. Come on, Carl. No. You look fucked up. Carl... Carl <laughs> Was a great senator, yeah. and the yeah. last thing I should do is tell him something like that. I know, but and also, I th- somebody's told him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, I guess. I hope, yeah. How did it work when you're in the Senate, and you know, maybe bef- like before you know somebody personally, right? You, the, you, you see somebody on the news, you don't mm-hmm. know them, but you might find somebody so wholly unlikable. Just mm-hmm. like you're repulsed by them. Yeah. But then you're in this position now where like, well, this is actually now my work colleague. Mm-hmm. You know, do you have to change your mindset of like, well, I have to at least attempt to be able to work with or in some capacity with this person? Yeah. I mean, you you work whenever you can do something, accomplish something for people. Uh, you Try to do it in a bipartisan way if you can. And there are a lot of things that have nothing to do with partisanship. So I would do, uh, let me think of something I did, uh, crisis intervention training for cops. Crisis intervention training is training cops to recognize when they've been in a situation that's kind of fueled by a mental health issue or mm-hmm. drug addiction and how to de escalate that. And so I. Fund. Uh, I wrote a bill to f- do federal funds to 
teach cops to do that. And it works. It works. And police departments have done it. It cuts down on them killing people unnecessarily. Yeah. And so I did that with, uh, you know, uh, John Cornyn of Texas, the Republican. So I would, yeah. When How does a conversation like that start? Do you go, hey, I have an idea for something? And then, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. And literally go, like, what do you think? And they go, I like this idea. And yeah. then that's how you start working together. Yeah, I'm, I'm putting this together. And what would you say? You know, and, or, or I would find a police chief in Texas mm-hmm. who's for it. Yeah. And I'd say, this police chief who you know in Dallas yeah. is for this. So that's, that's a lot of how you work it. And your staff is doing that kind of thing, they're finding. Oh, I see. So, okay. yeah, and, and your staff is working with their staff. So my judiciary counsel is working with his judiciary counsel. So Al's working on, we're working on this. and wants to, So maybe his staff tells him first before I go. Who is the <laughs> Steven Seagal of the U.S. Senate? Like, who fucking sucks? Cruz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he sucks. I, I have that. said that I probably like Ted Cruz more than most of my colleagues like Ted Cruz, <laughs> and I hate <laughs> he's, your, he's your senator yeah i know yeah. i know oh god we see yeah. the signs i know he he's is a real piece of shit right? well <laughs> he's so hated it's weird when somebody gets like keeps getting you're like everybody i know hates him everybody i'm talking about him on stage in any market and any place and people all laugh at making fun of him they all boo him it doesn't matter where you are and you're like how does somebody get elected like this there's something wrong with him i mean he's smart yeah, smart Very guy. Very smart. Yeah. A couple, I mean, uh, I have so many stories. It, in my act, I have a whole Ted Cruz section. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Amy Klobuchar, uh, who is my senior senator, good, good sense of humor, and she's picked to do the gridiron dinner, which is this prestigious press dinner. And uh, remember the Carnival Cruise? Yes. Okay, the Carnival Cruise in late 2013 is a cruise that goes out to the Gulf of Mexico. Mm-hmm. And it's a luxury cruise, built as a luxury cruise, and they have an engine fire, and everything, the motor, the engine's gone, but so is everything else, the electricity, the plumbing, so there's all this poop floating on the decks, the poop decks, actual literal oh, poop yeah. decks. And so it's called the poop cruise. And it took like two <laughs> weeks for tugboats to come and bring it back oh in. God. So these people had paid for a luxury cruise, and there's poop floating around. Okay, so... Um, Amy is doing this dinner and she would not let me write jokes for her because everyone had always asked, did Al write jokes? But, but she let me do rewrites. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she comes up with this really good joke, which is when most people think of a bad cruise, they think of carnival, but we in the Senate think of Ted. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So I tell her, okay, I got a rewrite that I think is better. So you'll hear this at the end of this section of the Ted Cruz section. So I, um, next Thursday, I see her going to different senators who sh- she's written jokes about. And so she heads to Ted, and I go, oh, I want to be on this. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so we're having, and she says, she softened the joke. She says, uh, oh, Ted, I'm, I'm doing a gridiron dinner, and I'm doing a joke about you, and I wonder if I could run it by you. He goes, I'll tell you what, I believe in the First Amendment. You go ahead and tell me your little joke. So she goes, when most people think of a difficult cruise, she softened it for him. They think of Carnival, but we in the, we Democrats in the Senate think of Ted. And he goes, instead of difficult, why don't you make it a challenging cruise? 
years. Oh. Yeah. And she kind of going like, oh, now it's that funny. And he's smart. Yeah. He's a dick, but he's smart. So yeah. he sees, like, okay, you go ahead and tell your little joke. Oh. I believe in the First Amendment. So I said, uh, Ted, I've done a rewrite, <laughs> which I think is a lot better. And I see Amy go like, oh, no. <laughs> but also, I want to be here for this. So yeah. he goes, okay, what is it? I go, when most people think of a cruise as full of shit, Ooh. they think of carnival, but we think of Ted. Ooh. And he just went, huh? Uh, yeah. And I went, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> but he was a, a terrible, terrible colleague. And, um, and just every, everyone hates him. I mean, uh, I think Lindsey Graham said if, if uh, he were murdered on the floor of the Senate and the Senate was a jury, no one would convict him. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And that's his own colleague. Like, that's his own party. Yeah, Lindsay's funny. He's yeah. just, uh, he's gone off the rails, I think. Yeah. But he's really funny. Yeah. How does the shit-talking work between politicians? It seems like you guys are just so open about it. I mean, as no, you know. No, no. Like, uh, would Ted Cruz get offended and fire back? Is he going to send you a text? <laughs> Is he going to be like, fuck you, Franken, behind closed doors? Like, how does it work? He was just kind of stunned, and I just turned and walked away. And he, he'd just been—he'd lied to me a lot, and he'd lied to other people, and he just—everyone just hates him, mm. you know. And he's got a—he's just got a real problem, uh, you know. Cancun—that was just yeah, yeah. You know, he lied. Yeah. Okay, he's gonna go on a four-day vacation to Cancun. And um, while Texas is frozen over, yeah. people are dying, right? Um, <laughs> so he gets caught. He's in a roller bag. And uh, they, someone videotapes it. And then he gets photographed on the plane. And he lands. And the staff calls him. We've got a problem. And he just immediately just goes, well, I was just dropping the kids off. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm going right back. And, you know, the problem was he was in a group chat with – some other families, and he had he and Heidi had invited a number of other families to go on a four-day vacation with us to the Ritz-Carlton in Cancun, and Ted loves the Ritz-Carlton. Yeah. <laughs> now, normally, when you ask people to go on vacation with you, you, you know, they're friends. Yeah. And friends don't usually go immediately to the New York Times with your text. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But they did. They did. Yeah, that's it's very telling. Yeah, it's yeah. very telling. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, enough about him. I okay, mean, sure, yeah, sure. That's yeah. enough space. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking guy. That fucking guy. But they seem a little more thick-skinned than comedians, because like if we talk shit on each other. There's oh, hell to pay. You know. I got to ask you this. I have heard, and I don't know if this is true, that you can sketch from memory. Yep. But the entire North, North America. The United no, no, States? no, just the 50 states. The, what? Can we pull out a pad real quick? Yep. Jesus Christ. I got to see this. So you, and is this something that you were doing as a child that, that no. you just locked in? No, I lost a bar bet. Really? <laughs> which I size? College. I brought you two sizes. I don't know which one. Well, do the bigger. Bigger? Okay. It's and there's a bunch of nice. different pens in there. Okay. Um, so I'm in college. I go to a bar. Um, okay. Let me see. Well, that was good. Um, wow, he chose the big fat permanent marker. Yeah. Damn, he's confident. Yeah, I, I'm good. So at confident. It's crazy. If you if you want to learn to juggle, yeah, you, you can juggle. Yeah, you learn to juggle. 
Yeah. I, I, so what happened was I lose this bar bet because a guy says to me, I bet you can't name all 50 states. I said, of course I can. I go Alabama, Alaska, Arkansas, Arizona. I got, I got 49. And I couldn't figure out which one. I, uh, I lost 10 bucks. And I said, that'll never happen again. If I draw the fucking map, mm-hmm. then that I'll won't happen. Yeah. Now, no one's ever done this before. So you got it. Okay. Yeah, we're good. Okay, so I start with the 49th parallel, of course. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, that's start with Minnesota, my home state. And you were, you were there. You live in Plymouth. Yes, sir. I did live there in Plymouth. Holy shit, you actually... Wow. He knows, oh. like, the shapes to the Well, of course. Team. Otherwise, what, what the hell is Jesus the fucking Christ. Okay. Whoa. Okay, and I'll try to do it faster than... Yeah, no, take slow. your time. It's just this... I've, I literally have never... No seen one, this. I, people don't do this, but no, I do. I like this. <laughs> How long did this take for you to master? Uh, not that. I mean, I can't remember. I just started doing it. And, it, you know, when I was a kid, my parents, I had a puzzle. Yeah. And it was wood. Every state, mm-hmm. was, even Rhode Island, was its own thing. So let me see. Okay. Boom. And then how often do you have to do it to keep it, you know... It's my doodle. Yeah? It's your doodle. I got you. Yeah, so. <laughs> you know. It's my doodle. It's my I, what's doodle. your doodle, Segura? <laughs> now I'm curious because he's right. Everyone has a doodle. It, what's it, your doodle? It's usually, actually, I can do it for you. Let's see your doodle. Um, I want to see your doodle. Do Let's you all have, do our doodles. Do you have the smaller pad? <laughs> Here. Where'd it go? Where'd it okay. go? This one. I do. Your doodle. Let's all do our oh, doodles. Oh, my doodle will not be... As impressive? No, mine is stupid (laughs) compared to yours. Well, I do this. Okay. I've been doing this for years. Me too. I'm really... Funny. I never thought about it that people have their doodles. Yeah. I usually... This is going to be a good one, I think. I have a good feeling about this one. Okay. Thanks, bro. My doodle's done already, guys. I'm done. Let me see your doodle. I mean, it's like I said, very like not. Spiderweb? Yeah, I do these since I was. This is my doodle. 12. Let me see your doodle. Oh, yeah. You've done that, guy. Who is that? I don't know. I just have always (laughs) liked to draw a terrified guy. That's very impressive. Oh, thanks. (laughs) I I would go as far to say that yours is almost more impressive. Yeah. uh, Yeah, I would go as far to say that, too. Um, I also like to draw. Um, oh, the the cubes, di- four dimensional cubes, like this one that I learned in junior high. <laughs> four it's always whatever the fuck this is. Three. Yeah, yeah. Three. Four. <laughs> I'm in the fourth dimension. I live in the fourth I draw dimension. A cube in time. <laughs> we were just talking about Terminator and how um, the robots figured out a way to send back Schwarzenegger in time, but to also make a robot that spoke German as a first <laughs> language and had an Austrian accent. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it was a specific choice of the robot makers. <laughs> but they the were machines. like, can you have them speak English as a second language? <laughs> Very unusual. No Very one really talked about unusual. that back then. Nobody did. 
Dan and I draw this version of the spider oh, web yeah. too. This yeah. is a full web. That's a good and then that's just like the corner web. Oh, and I then love that. thank you. It's really hard, you know. <laughs> okay, I better get Texas. Big right, talent. Oh yeah. Don't you dare. Oh, and here's another one I doodle a lot too. This is this is one of my top. I learned this one in junior high school as well. Doodle. Oh, here we go. Okay, you ready for my other one? This one I doodle a lot. Have you seen this one? That's the cat's butt. Oh, the cat's butthole, yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite of yours. Thank so you. Far. Thank you. This one I've perfected over the years as well. I've also liked to, uh, I like to draw a beautiful woman. <laughs> you know? It's really not pretty just, at all. Uh, over here. Ah. <laughs> I like swimsuit models. You know? <laughs> Sorry, I just thought she was pretty. <laughs> That way I get my own kind of wheels turning, you know? Yeah. That's actually very telling. Yeah. Naked chicks and then a guy with his tongue sticking out. Yeah. What does it tell? Okay. Holy shit, he's almost done. That is. Mine is a cat's asshole in spider webs. That's very telling as well. Don't think that it isn't. <laughs> I wonder what they would, a psychiatrist would Holy say about shit. that. I know. He even got, is that Hawaii? That's Alaska. Alaska. Yeah. Have Hawaii, you been I just there? draw like, fucking idiot. Lots, of, lots of little islands there. Yeah. There it is. Bro. Wow. Can you dude? please sign that? That's amazing. Please. Wow. Yes, yes. Wow. That is. That is so cool. That is really impressive. Well, again, if you. <laughs> If you want to learn to juggle, you just you can juggle. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. You need to apply uh, yourself. Okay. Where's Austin there? There? Uh, yeah, about there. Yeah. About there? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Man, we're so cool. We live in Austin. Do you ever forget? Sometimes I forget. I constantly say here, meaning Los Angeles. <laughs> no. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I, I'm on the, the highways and I think I'm on the freeway in LA. I'm like, oh, yeah. my brain is playing, playing tricks on me. That's rad. Oh, that's so special. Thank We're going to frame much. that. Absolutely, we are. Thank you that's very much. That's so cool. That's, very, that's a Thank very you. impressive uh, bar trick. That's... Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's good. That's I, really I said, good. I like, do you remember what state you forgot? When you, no, because I, yeah. I, I didn't... It was a napkin. It was like a bar napkin. Oh, I got you. And I just didn't keep it, which was stupid. But yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I've been to every, every state at this well, point. Well, you tour... <laughs> Like a maniac. I know. Well, I can ask you about that. Yeah. Okay. You have two kids. How old? Yep. Six and four. Okay. So this is like almost like abusive, right? How much he tours. Yeah. Yeah. It's horrible. And that's an issue. Is that an issue? Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, what, will you talk about it? Oh, on, on air, on this show? No. But in private, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's horrible. Talk, it's terrible. Talk about, why don't you talk about it on the <laughs> <laughs> Okay, how old are the kids again? Four and six. Oi. Yeah. Okay. Four and six. You like your fucking life, Christina? <laughs> um, I know. Yeah. Are you married, Al? I'm married uh, 47 years. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, What's the secret? Um, just uh, fear. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> so, yeah, and we have, we have uh, four grandchildren. So we have a Aww. nine, a six, and a six, and a three. So How many children do you I have two. Each, two. each has a boy and a girl. Wow. 
So, oh, well, that's well, nice. Yeah. I can't wait to be a grandparent. It's a lot easier. Yeah, I know. A lot easier. How did it's you so and your fun. wife meet? At a mixer in college. Really? Yeah. You went to Harvard, right? Oh my God! Smarty, this so was smart. during a period when it was a lot easier for a white guy to get in Harvard. And that period was from the founding of the school in 1636 until last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shit. That means I could have gone to Harvard. You could have yeah, gone to Harvard, fuck. and you missed. But that's when the affirmative action was in the 90s. Oh, we got okay. fucked. Okay. So, did you feel a pressure to be smarter at Harvard? I know there's a culture of like, was everybody super? preppy and smart you know what i mean like did you feel the pressure to be to present as smarter than you were there's no better academic brand than when anyway as a brand yeah um i would say i no 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 uh no because when i i studied one year abroad at oxford and i felt so much pressure to be smarter than i was you know and i i was like oh i really gotta i gotta like show them (laughs) it didn't work you know they become your no one cares I mean, my friends are my friends. Yeah. My roommates are my roommates. And... Yeah. Who gives a shit? Is there a pressure when you get there to go like, oh my God, am I good enough to be here? Like at that school? I, I didn't feel that way. Mm-hmm. And um, maybe it's because there are people there who are like legacies or their parents gave a lot of money yes. or something like that. So you know who... that that person doesn't <laughs> deserve to be You're here. Like, oh, yeah. okay, I got yeah. you. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So. Yeah, I remember that I went to uh, well, I went to a really good prep school, but I did <laughs> terribly. And one of my where was that? Where? The the prep school I went to was in Florida, but mm-hmm. the the uh, college I got into was the only college that accepted me, which was Lenore Ryan in Hickory, North Carolina, because they were just like, well, I guess they'll be just like, do you need help? We'll take you or something. But one of my high school classmates, who also performed pretty terrible, maybe not quite as terribly as I did, but pretty terribly. Mm-hmm. And like we both were always in these like math like after schools. They're like, "Can you guys fucking not figure this out? Like you guys are dumb." And <laughs> well, math. And he was was um was right there with me. And I don't even I only don't even say because everybody will think he ends up getting into a pretty prestigious school. And I'm like, "What the fuck? How did you get in there, dude?" His family, he came from a very wealthy family, donated a. a crazy amount of money like mm. like over 50 million dollars jesus they, for that and then he shit? was like and i go oh like that's how you're going to this school i oh, couldn't believe it until i heard the story, and then i was like okay tell me later what school was. i will i'll tell you right away yeah yeah Ugh. it's a good school it's not like ivy league but it's a good school pretty it's really though. worth 50 mil though well that to them you got to give a, yeah. a about 250 million to get in harvard <laughs> yeah. oh my god i bet i don't know yeah that's how jared kushner got in Oh yeah! Oh yeah! That's how much. I don't know how much you gave, oh. but it was a. I didn't know he went there. Yeah, he seems like a really likable guy. Like just on the. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a fun vibe, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fun. So wait, tell me about touring though. So you're on tour. You're not doing yes. tw- as many shows as I am, uh, because you enjoy your sanity and everything. Um, but well, and I, I'm not getting that many bookings. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> but. No, I've been, uh, let's see, I've done, I did Austin. I did Austin here. And uh, that was a while ago. I've done like about, I don't know, 30 some cities. And it's great. I love it. And, um, you know, I did, the stand-up I did was with Tom Davis. Uh And that was a team. And that's so different than what you do and what I'm now doing. 
and I love stand-ups. I just love stand-up. I love you. I love there's a there's a lot of great ones out there. Oh yeah. No one does public policy though, I've noticed. But anyway, <laughs> so um so I started after I left the sun, uh started giving some speeches and I realized these are fun. This is funny. Yeah. I might as well just get rid of the podium and just, so I went, I'd go to the cellar. I'd go to the comedy cellar yeah. in New York and I'd just work out. And then I said, okay, let's do it. And I did it. And that's what I've been doing it. And it's, it's great fun. And as you know, the more you do it, the better you get. Right? Yeah, sure. And so, uh, but I love, I love doing it. And would it, would it be intimidating for you? Like, even though obviously you're like super accomplished to go back to clubs like that, like after time away from them, was that like, uh, what was interesting is the first time I did the cellar, I knew I had 30 minutes. You knew it. Okay. I knew it because I had been doing these speeches and essentially oh, right. I knew what that was. Now the cellar is a little, you know, um, as, as an audience, a little different than maybe my core audience. Sure. Uh, but, um, so I, yeah, I, I felt confident. You did. That's great. That's great. And then were the audiences pretty receptive to like the change of pace from somebody doing like, you know, street, whatever bar. Oh jokes. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was my, my opening line for about two thirds of, uh, the comedians I follow is, well, you know, Daryl did great, but of course he, he stole my act. <laughs> and yeah. this is after someone's just unbelievably filthy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I, there's a comedian there who uses, She's black and she uses the N word constantly. Yeah. And I go like, well, she did great, but no wonder. Yeah. She stole my ass. <laughs> it was my idea to constantly use the N word. <laughs> and that's my opening laugh. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. I just. It, but, and then you yeah. got him. You got him after yeah, that. Yeah. And, and uh, it helps. I, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, of course. There yeah. it is. There's that. Yeah. You know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, before you got, I like to show everybody at least a, a video. I wanted to show you this and just get your reaction to it. You okay. can just, you can, it'll be, a, it'll be on this one here. This the, one? No, to your right. The, the, that that right one. there. Okay, yeah. I got you. Here we go. Check on the car though. <laughs> this car is good. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's just a fun video. We try to show uh, as many people as we can. See, I'm horrified by it. But really? Yeah, <laughs> now, I mean, did someone punch him? Is that what's going on there? No, no, no. Who, the first guy? The guy that got. The guy gets hit, or the guy goes down, who's going, oh, oh. He gets hit by the car. By a car. Yeah, that's a car going into a garage, and the car hits him against the wall, What's and it a throws car? him. Yeah, it's a car. Yeah. 
Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't understand what that was. I, I, I'm just going like a guy now. came in and punched him. Yeah, yeah. see, this and is we're the car. laughing at it. This is I the mean, car pulling okay, in. Let me see. The car. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I see. Oh. <laughs> oh shit! Okay. 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 All right. And is he okay? Oh, he's great. Yeah, he's okay. fine. That's what I need to know. <laughs> yeah, he's fine. Before I laugh so hard. Yeah. yeah LOLs. Yeah, so now the car hit that desk and then it hit desk. him, and then and then he he was again leaning kind of against that that dresser thing there. Jesus yeah. And then Christ. he dropped his clipboard. But the best part, I always, I mean, I like the other guys coming to look at him. The guy, <laughs> the, uh, this guy who, who just checks out his car. He's like, is the car good? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. He's like, look, he walks up to the back of the car. There's a guy suffering on the ground. And this guy's like, is the car good? <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. This guy right here is checking on the car. He's touching the front. Like, yeah, I hope this checking. is not going to be The other guy bad. on the left is helping the guy. That's on the ground, you know, and like the guy that's okay. on the ground. See, that's that so guy got hit by a car. There is the car there. It looks like there's a counter there. No, no, no. no. That's no. the um. What is that? The hood of the car. Oh, yeah. fuck. Yeah. So then oh. somebody comes into frame. This guy does. This guy is looking at his car. And oh. then somebody else oh, no. is helping the man. But this guy comes back and he's like, "Is my car good?" Like he's just like checking the funny how you have to explain everything to me no no it's just <laughs> it's to be clear it's i went to harvard you know yeah, you <laughs> did. but i have done a harvard level thesis on this video i mean i've broken this video down it's not a clear times. video and yeah, he, we didn't true. mention there's a dash cam and all that yeah yeah, it's a car. yeah yeah it's a garage. yeah okay. I've, I've seen this video about six we 7, made a lot of times. assumptions yeah. before yeah. we went in yeah you know what happens when you assume you make an ass out of Uma Thurman. <laughs> <laughs> She's hot. She's yeah. got great tits too. Yeah, she does. I saw her tits every day. Oh her man, tits every day. doing that movie with her daughter Maya Hawke's got great tits too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well. <laughs> yeah, this was a real treat. Thank you for coming yes, in. Yes, thank you. Um, it was fun. We. Uh, we seriously, it's a For blast me. to have to have you here. Um, you can see it's currently on tour. Al Franken, the only former U.S. senator, <laughs> currently on tour tour. Definitely. And um, yeah, people can get tickets at is it alfranken.com? That's right, alfranken.com. Um, you pick up the books that you've you've written multiple books and. Um, Dude, again, a real treat. Thank you so much for Thank coming. Thank you in so here. much. All mine, all mine. We, Thank but you. now we have this. Yeah, this is getting it's framed. Great to finally, you know, to meet you guys. Yeah, absolutely. It's great yeah, to meet yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. it is a like it. It always, I think, especially like I said, for the era that you grow up watching SNL, to think that you will meet those people and talk to them and do podcasts. Now it's you. I've done it with Neilan Spade. Um, that every time you're just like, I can't, cause you go right back to being for me, like a fifth grader and watching this show and just pissing and thinking like, you know, this is the, there's just nothing bigger in your world, like SNL. And then you grow up and you actually meet the people. And is, talk I guess them. people have their core period. They absolutely yeah. they were do. Really, absolutely. And you know, I mean, like think about, you know, the period where hater and Armisen, yeah, and Farrell, uh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and Tina, and yes. Amy, and and that's uh, like an era I still appreciated, Maya, but and, I would see kind of peripherally. But you guys were like the that was you know you run there in the in the late eighties, early nineties, and that for me was that 
period, you know, you and Neilan and Spade and Farley and Rock and all like those guys that like help form, you know, our brains. The show always does best when there's a balance between the writers and the performers. Yeah. And, you know, when the writers are prevailing, you get a lot of interesting material. (laughs) And when the performers are kind of leading the way, you get a lot of repetitive characters Uh and maybe too much. And so, uh, you know, I think the periods where it's been the best is where you obviously have these great people, but you also have a balance between the writing staff. And that the, definitely occurred in that era. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that we had it some. was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. You're hilarious, and, and thank you very much <laughs> yes, thank for coming you. in. You're hilarious, too. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're both hilarious. <laughs> thank you. Very, Bye-bye. very funny. Seagal's the best. Bye, Seagal's guys. Seagal's the best. Funny people. Watch for Wednesday. Watch for Wednesday.